Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. This episode is brought to you by Ride-On Optics. Located in Tucson, Arizona, Ride-On is the only law enforcement and military vet-owned company in the optics world. They make fantastic, fantastic equipment, and then they also have the Ride-On Revolution on their website, which is a huge educational platform that includes the Ride-On blog, the Ride-On University, and the Ride-On podcast featuring founder Brady Speth. Go to rideonoptics.com, R-I-T-O-N optics.com. If you guys want to be a part of the Nomad Strength Tribe membership, this is an awesome community that we are building and it's growing all the time and there's tons of exclusive content happening over there. You go to tribe.nomad-strength.com. We've got exclusive calls, exclusive content, articles, videos, uh, behind the scenes things for the podcast, coaching opportunities, all kinds of stuff that are happening over there. And it's really becoming a special thing as far as a community goes. So go to tribe.nomad-strength.com and check it out. It's only 15 bucks a month and you get a free week trial if you go sign up on tribe.nomad-strength.com. Hope to see you in there. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nomad Strength Show. I'm Ross, your host. And uh, I was actually planning on doing a completely different show today. And then I had a killer suggestion of one from a guy that I coach and uh, and a friend of mine. And so I'm like, yes, we're doing this. We're running with it today. So I'm actually pushing the one I was originally going to do today to next week. And I'm recording this one today because it's an awesome such a, it's just an awesome idea. And I can't believe I hadn't thought of it before. So we're going to do it because I haven't done a, a top five list in a while. And uh, this started as a top five list. And then it became top five plus three honorable mentions. So if you want to say top eight, whatever, uh, that's what we're doing. But today we are doing the best man movies ever. And when I say best, I mean my best 
my favorites. This is, I'm, I'm looking at this from the filter of, I believe if you are a man, you have to watch these movies. There are more. I understand this. I'm going to get so many messages. Every time I do one of these top five list episodes, I get so many messages. Well, what about this? What about this one? That's not what I'm doing here. I know I'm going to leave some out. There are some that I left out that I thought maybe should be in. And who knows, in the middle of this, I might throw one out and add one in. I am still kind of waffling on one of them. Uh, However, this is my opinion and it's my show. So I can say whatever I want here and you can disagree with me and I don't care. You can let me know what you disagree with. We can have a nice conversation about it, Uh, but you're still wrong. Anyways, the point of this is... These are the movies that I think like every man has to watch. Some of them may, might have some larger themes, right? Like some some man adversity overcoming and, and all these things. And some of them do. Some of them are just, they're high quality dude entertainment and you have to watch them. And that's, and that's really that. Uh, there is, I, I really struggled with le- only putting on one comedy movie. Uh, but there is only one. Uh, We'll get to that. But that is what we're doing today. And again, I might substitute one in and out of here, or I might just add a ninth and a tenth and round this thing out at 10, uh, because that's kind of where I am right now. Anyways, without further ado, let's dive into it. I'm actually, these aren't in any order. So this is not top five, five to one. These are just top five. These are the five. So this is not in any sort of order because that's a whole level of stress I'm not willing to deal with on this day of putting those together in that order. So I'm going to write, I'm going to read them in the order that I wrote them down. So first one on this list is actually, I was surprised when I got this, when this list done and this was the only Mel Gibson movie on this list. I would assume there would have at least been two. Uh, but I have The Patriot on here as one of five of the top five or top eight, whatever. Uh, such a good movie. And it's one of those movies that you watch it when you're like, you watch it when you're younger and it's rad because of the action and it's cool because it's like history and all this kind of stuff. And then the last two years happen and you watch it now and it it's a little different and you look at it with a little bit of a different lens and it's really kind of tough to put in the words unless you've watched it in the last, if you've watched it in the last two years, there's a couple of these movies. There's actually a couple of Mel Gibson movies, uh, funny enough that would fall into this category. But if you watch watch this one in the last 18 months to two years, it has a different meaning than the first handful of times that I've seen it. And it was actually very, it hit me differently in a good way than I was thinking. Um, I'm not trying to make more of it because it is just a movie, right? But I think movies have a really, do a really good job of capturing uh, emotion, and if they if they do a really good job of capturing emotion and the essence of, you know, a specific time where you're telling a very specific story, like they are in the Patriot, that will translate across, you know, out of out of the fictional world that it's in, and and you can make those applications in in real life. Now, it's obviously an extremely violent movie, which is part of the reason I think it's a great man movie because that's you know not a top priority, but that is a priority in a great man action movie specifically. Um, 
but it's it's the story of the revolution. Like there's some of the most just awesome gangster stories ever in the history of this country that came out of that time period. And while this one is, you know, it's it's not accurate. Let me take that back. It's not true in the sense that it's like the same story that, you know, th- what I'm trying to say is this very well could have happened. Like this whole story with Mel Gibson specifically, right? <laughs> not with Mel Gibson, with Mel Gibson's character specifically. This is very likely to have happened, uh, told this way, um, even though if it's not like, you know, recorded that his family went through this exact thing, right? Uh, This type of story is very possible during this time. And and things like that, where you're like, wow, this is, you know, maybe sensationalized for cinema, but maybe not. Like this could have very actually happened exactly this way. And that was just part of life back then and getting your young sons involved ambushing British soldiers in the middle of the woods and and putting them up on a hill and having the, one of the younger ones be basically a, a sniper. Like, there are few, I mean, people that I know, I could count them on three fingers, that would be willing to put their children and feel confident in their children's ability as, you know, young teenagers in that sort of situation. Nobody wants to, obviously, but that is a different mindset of man and family than, than we are right now. And man, it's kind of painful and it's kind of scary to think about what if something like this were to happen again and, and revolution speak, right? Like what is, what's, what's the reaction going to be? And that's why I think watching this movie again, it kind of bumped it up because there probably was a couple other movies I could have put on here. A couple other, again, Mel Gibson movies I could have put on here. Um, but this was the one just because of where, of where we are right now. I thought it was a good point, a good choice. Uh, moving on. Probably could have guessed one of these movies would have done this. And I'm doing this by singular movies. There is not going to be a series or franchise that takes one spot. Um, so this one is my favorite of the franchise it's not a lot of people's favorites of the franchise it's up there but rocky three so you you had to have guessed that there was going to be a rocky on here at some point a lot of people would have gone rocky one or rocky four i loved rocky three clubber lang the him getting the everything after winning the 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 second apollo fight getting super famous, becoming the like the biggest athlete in the world, super rich, he's loaded, right? And then he gets soft and he gets comfy. And then he gets his butt whipped by Clubber Lang. And then he has to, and Hulk Hogan, actually. That was when Hulk Hogan was like a giant. He still was, but him in that movie makes him look 10 feet tall. Uh, but then he goes back and he trains with Apollo and Apollo's crew and like the underground world and it's getting him back to his roots and all that kind of stuff. That's some of my favorite training montages ever in that series is the ones from Rocky Three, And I, I just love the... And it maybe actually kind of follows the same, same theme as my reason for putting the Patriot on there. Like it's what happens when we've gotten soft and we need to turn the switch and 
become hard men again and train and do the things we need to do. Like <laughs> that's kind of the Patriot and Rocky three. Right. So, uh, it's, it's my favorite of the five. It's, you know, it's, 1A and 1B is Rocky IV just because it's Rocky IV. I mean, it's the U.S. versus the Russian. And I mean, come on. In the middle of the 80s, that was that's like the biggest thing ever, right? Uh, and it's still a good movie. But Rocky III was the, the first one. We watched all of them when I was younger. Uh, that was the one that was like my favorite just because I loved him going back and training underground and, and uh, becoming just the savage that he was in the first movie again, right? And so that's that's... My second one, the third one, uh, another one where I struggled to pick just one from this actor uh, because I could have picked several. And I, and I know for a fact I'm going to get messages from the one that I didn't put on this list by this actor. But I had to put a Swayze movie on here. And I went with Point Break because it's my favorite Swayze movie. And uh, it's just so good. And it's awesome action. And it's, you know, this isn't one of those movies that's got like a big life lesson theme type thing. You probably could dig and, and find something in there. But it's just an awesome movie. And it's got great action. And it's Keanu, like in the er, like early-ish days of Keanu. And he looks the exact same as he does now as John Wick, basically, minus the beard. But it's just such a good Swayze movie. And I know I'm going to get heat for not putting Roadhouse on this list. But I went with Point Break. It's my list. And you all can kick rocks. Uh, number four again, had to put a, you probably assumed I would have had to have put an Arnold movie on this list. Uh, I went with Predator because it's my favorite Arnold action movie. And it's like, it, it was kind of the, and again, I wasn't even alive when it came out, but I've watched it a ton. And it seems like at the time, and if some of you guys who are a little bit older who remember when it came out can can quote me on this or not quote me, but correct me or see if I'm correct in, in assessing it this way. It was kind of like one of the first just crazy action ensembles, like kind of like what the Expendables became, but way better than the Expendables, because honestly, a lot of them are the same guys. <laughs> but uh, back in 86 or 87, when it came out, or maybe I don't remember the exact date, might have been, hmm, I'm gonna get some heat for that. But anyways, I was like, you're throwing all these action hero guys into one movie and uh, Navy SEALs who became governors, right? <laughs> like just this random hodgepodge of just ripped action dudes fighting an alien in the jungle. I mean, that's like the coolest freaking thing ever. And uh, it's not, you know, it's a great movie because of what it was at the time and the nostalgia of it. We can look back on it now and somebody who's never seen it can watch it now and be like, oh, that's kind of cheesy. And they're looking at it from like the visual effects standpoint. But at the time, Predator ripped, man. And it's awesome. And it still is. If you watched it at any point, like when you were younger or, or you know, years and years ago and you go back and watch it, like it still just is awesome. So that's my Arnold movie. I was trying not to dilute this list with a bunch of movies by this by a same actor because I could have picked like two or three Swayze movies, two or three Stallone movies, two or three Arnold movies, 
two or three Mel Gibson movies, right? Like, so I could have done this and I could have done like a, the best man Mel Gibson movies, the best man Arnold movies, but I just went one with each. And uh, that leads me to the last one. And this one, I probably actually would put number one. And uh, I know from a couple of people, I'm going to catch some flack for what I'm about to say about it because guess what? It's Christmas time. And if that gives you any indication of what I'm about to say, man movie number one is Die Hard. And I specifically said because it's Christmas time because it is a Christmas movie. First time I ever watched Die Hard was on... Well, actually, it wasn't on... Maybe it was on Christmas Eve. It was either Christmas Eve or Christmas week because it wouldn't have been Christmas Eve because our tree would have been decorated far before then. So I remember watching it while my mom was decorating the Christmas tree. It was the first time I ever watched it. And uh, I'm trying to remember how old I was. I don't remember how old I was, but it was one of the first radar movies I ever got to watch. So I, that's why it's burned into my brain, first of all. Uh, but it is... First of all, it's a Christmas movie. I'm putting my foot down on that. I know three people off the top of my head that are going to text me after this and they're going to call me names and say, you're an idiot. It's not a Christmas movie. But guess what? I have the microphone. It's a Christmas movie and it is the best, I'll say it, it's the best cop movie ever. The first Die Hard's the best cop movie ever. And, uh, that's really all I have to say about that. It's one of my favorite movies ever, regardless of genre. I would probably put it in my, definitely my top 10, maybe even in my top five. Um, but it's one of my favorite movie movies of all. So this one actually is the only one on this list of five so far that I would put in order and save it for last because it would be number one. Um, Die Hard. And it's just awesome action. It's Bruce Willis in his prime, even though he made like seven more diehard movies after this one. They were, none of them were as good as the first one. Uh, Alan Rickman, RIP. And it was just, yeah, it's just so good. It's almost, it's December. So it's Christmas season. It was Christmas season in my house two and a half weeks ago. Uh, but I haven't watched it yet. I'll probably watch it sometime next week. I'll maybe even watch it a second time sometime next week. Maybe I'll watch the first three because the second one technically takes place at Christmas time also. So there's the five. So we have Patriot, Rocky Three, Point Break, Predator, Die Hard. Now I know I'm 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 gonna tell you the ones that I'm I left off the list that I was having trouble with because I didn't want to put a whole franchise on, and that was the only way that I could consider putting the Lord of the Rings on is if I can if I put them all together as one. But they're kind of their own separate entity of movie category. Like that's where I would, I mean, they would probably be at the top of this list, but I said I'm only going to put one movie, but I can't put one of those movies and not put all of them. So I just left them all off together. Uh, in the honorable mentions, which would be six, seven, and eight, uh, I actually did have a second movie by Stallone, which was First Blood. And if you're just in the mood for just shooting and violence and him in the jungle with the camo and the mud and all that stuff. And it's, I mean, it's just, it's first blood. It's a killer movie. He's, I mean, this was like the age of the action hero, right? So with Predator, with Rocky, with First Blood, 
And even with some of the Swayze movies, probably not to the extent that like Arnold and Stallone and some of those guys and even Bruce Willis and Die Hard, even though he wasn't like some huge jack dude, like the action movies of the 80s are like their own genre of of movie that just is above a lot of other genres of movies. And uh, so First Blood was honorable mention. Another 80s movie. This is probably surprising to some of you knowing that I was born in 92 and half, actually one, two, Point Break was 90s. Patriot was 90s. One, two, three, four, five of the eight are 80s movies. So that says something. Uh, Top Gun was on there because I only had to put one Tom Cruise movie on there. And I wanted to go a little bit more nostalgic because this one has one of the best soundtracks ever. I mean, come on, Kenny. Uh, Danger Zone, but that's why it's on here. And because it's a great movie. And because I'm pumped to see the sequel if it ever comes out. Uh, Top Gun. And then the comedy on here. So the comedy one was tough because these are man movies, right? So comedies are much more broad than than having a gender-specific thing to them, right? Like, there's some that are man comedies only, and none of them are... I shouldn't say none of them. A lot of them aren't on this list just because it's kind of the on-the-nose kind of comedy because it's a man comedy movie, right? Like, they're funny ones, but they're just like, okay, I know what what this movie's going to be, right? But the one that I think... Every man has to watch comedy wise is Tommy Boy because Chris Farley, rest in peace, man. Chris Farley is, in my opinion, maybe only second to Jim Carrey, and maybe not second, maybe Jim Carrey second to Chris Farley in terms of physical comedy acting that there is. And Tommy Boy is his magnum opus of movies. And I remember watching it for the first time when I was like 11, maybe even 10 years old. And I laughed so hard I cried for 90% of the movie. And the last time I watched it, maybe a year ago, I laughed just as hard, having seen it a hundred plus times in my life since that. Since in the 20 years since I saw it for the first time. It's, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen it. And it's so good. And it's just the best, like, lighthearted, funny. It's Chris Farley at his best. And so that's why that's the comedy that I picked. I'm not going to round out this list and add two more just for the sake of it. Because if I start with this and I add two more, then I'm going to think of five more. And now I've got to have to write a column that's going to be the best 50-man movies because I'm just going to keep going down this rabbit hole. That's not the point of the list. I had to keep it short. So let's recap. Start with our honorable mentions. First Blood, Top Gun, Tommy Boy, and then the top five, The Patriot, Rocky Three, Point Break, Predator, Die Hard. If this is close to your list in any way, if you got some of the same ones, if you have none of the same ones, regardless of what it is, I want to hear what your lists are. So message me, DM me on Instagram, or you can comment on the post on Instagram below this, uh, below the post where this episode uh, picture is going to be and let me know what the list is what you would put on it because this was fun putting this one together and I haven't done a top five list in a while best man movies seemed like a great idea I was pumped to do it so uh, that was this list that was the solo episode for this week thank you guys for listening uh, I do want to say thank you because it was kind of a cool thing today 
today the big Spotify wrapped thing came out and everybody posts those every year. Like what are the, what did you listen to the most and who were your top five artists, all that kind of stuff. And there's one for, uh, people who put things on Spotify. So for artists and for podcasters and all that kind of stuff as well. And one of the cool stats through the 70 something episodes that we have, uh, I'm going to pull it up. Exactly. I just had it up here a second ago. Uh, through the 70-something episodes that are up right now, they have been listened to in 38 countries, which is just, like, trippy, right? That's pretty cool. So thank you guys for listening and sharing. Uh, This has been a blast to do this for eight, nine months now. Uh, 70-some episodes in, we're not stopping. It's going to keep rolling. And I've got a lot of heavy hitters that are going to be coming up on the show in the next uh, in the next few months. And I'm really pumped about it. Can't wait to get those episodes out to you guys. So thank you all. Uh, have a great weekend. We're, we're hopping back into the, to the guest episodes next Monday. And I'll talk to you guys soon. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great-